Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Conservative Mama Podcast. I am your host, Sarah B., and this is the podcast that's fighting back against liberal lunacy, the lies of feminism, and the destruction of the progressive left as we refocus ourselves on those F-bombs that truly matter, faith, family, friendship, and now more than ever, freedom. Oh my goodness, it is Friday, and I can tell you it is about time. That makes it September 9th, um, if anybody's keeping track. Uh, welcome aboard, especially if you are a longtime listener. You guys have hung in there, and you've stayed with me, and I really, really appreciate you. So thank you so much, um, and welcome aboard to the new listeners. Um, if you are just stumbling upon this crazy little podcast, um, welcome. <laughs> Excuse me. I am still getting over a little bit of a summer cold. Thankfully, um, with vitamins, we have knocked this thing down, and uh, you know it's it's not too bad. It really, I've had worse. Okay, folks, I've had worse, so I'm I feel like I'm sounding better. Hopefully, I'm sounding better to you all. Um, and speaking of sound, we are still doing old school. My mom's in town here for the month of September, so. I'm not going to uh, probably get down to the little studio uh, for the um, intro, outro uh, music that you guys are used to. Sorry. Uh, It just is what it is. I'm trying to respect her privacy, even though I know, like, she's definitely not going to have a problem with me going down there. Um, You know, I just don't want to, you know, it's her space for this time, right? So I will give it to her. Holy cow. Okay, we got some big news. Um, oh, you know what? If you want to follow me, you can catch me over on Instagram at uh, Conservative Mama Podcast. Uh, you can also check out my uh, main Instagram, which is my personal page, which is Lady Devil Dog USMC. You are welcome to send me messages. I admit I am not very fast sometimes in responding to those. Please do not take it personal. Uh, I've got kids and I coach soccer and I work and you know there's a lot of things going on here um so don't yeah don't definitely don't take it personal I I do try to get to them very quickly if you send me an email at conservative mama podcast at gmail.com however weirdly that will reach me faster so I don't know all right so big big news hitting the airwaves yesterday I think you guys probably heard But um, the Queen of England, Elizabeth II, has passed. So she was 96 years old. Um, That is an unbelievably long reign. I I believe that she took the monarchy. um, I think she took the throne when she was 25 years old. That is a fantastically long time. And I think they said that's the longest lived monarch ever. Isn't that insane to think about? She was 25 years old. She's been Queen of England since she was 25. That's amazing. She's done some very incredible things. I think, um, you know, whether you are pro or against the monarchy itself, uh, I think most people find her, um, I don't know, just somewhat... uh, 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 what is the word I'm looking for? Um, admirable, I think, on many levels. Now, of course, there is the conspiracy line about, uh, you know, is the, you know, the family, uh, you know, are are the Windsors, I don't know, Satanists and whatnot, and and I don't know, are they devil worshippers? Look, there there's a whole rabbit hole to go down 
on that path. Uh, then you get into the Princess Diana stuff. And I just, I don't feel like today is the day we need to go down that rabbit hole. Uh, out of respect, um, just out of the respect of someone passing, right? I just, I don't know. I, and besides, I've got, I've got no proof. So um, out of respect, I, I just, you know, my condolences, of course, to her family, uh, however, I do want to say one thing. Um, I have been reading and, and because of the company I work for, we are global. And so I've got, um, contacts in the UK and whatnot. So I've been reading about some of the traditions and things that, uh, now begin to take place. Right. And it's been pretty much a lifetimes for a lot of people, maybe even two lifetimes. It feels like, right? Like it may obviously not two lifetimes, but it's a very long time since this happened. Um, and so most everybody is going through the, the change, this monarchy change for the first time. And so it was very, it's been very interesting to read articles about, you know, what's going on and then to touch base with some of my colleagues over there and see what it's like on the ground, what is happening. Um, and I didn't realize this, uh, obviously, you know, there are specific ways in which the announcement is made, uh, a, a note is sent to the prime minister, uh, Liz Truss, <coughs> excuse me, I apologize so much, um, so they, so Liz Truss, the prime minister, gets the uh, notification, I guess, first. Um, and then it moves forward. And eventually, like, the guards post a notification on the gates of, uh, uh, of the castle there. Um, that, I think, is amazing. She passed in Balmoral. Bal- I cannot say this word. Um, forgive me, <laughs> my Scottish listeners. Uh, I think Balmoral... Marl Castle is in Scotland, right? I think that's what I read. I can't say this. I cannot say this word. But that's where she passed. But Buckingham Palace, I think, is where they post this notification that the Queen has passed, which I thought was amazingly interesting. I don't know why. I don't know why I thought so, but I thought in today's day and age, I guess, right? Like, I could just send an email. But they, they formally post this. And you know, it just, I guess, is a nod to the way it's always been done, maybe. I don't know that to be a fact, but, you know, it seems like kind of an old-timey thing to do. What I didn't know, however, was that um, lots and lots and lots of things need to change. For for instance, their money has her face printed on it, right? Now, for Americans, we're used to seeing dead folks on our money. I mean, we've got dead presidents on our money and that's just how it is. We don't have any living presidents on our money. Um, but the idea that like a monarch, a living monarch is on their money, I guess I, I knew this, but it didn't really occur to me that, well, now you have to change the monies. And I'm like, oh, uh, what a large undertaking, right? But it's not even that. So then stamps too, I guess her picture, her likeness is on stamps. And so stamps would have to change as well. And I was like, wow, I... I don't know. I've, I'm full of questions. I'm, I'm guessing that you just, the stamps run their course until, you know, the last one has been collected. And then um, King Charles, uh, the stamps come out. I don't know. Maybe they come out right away. And like, you can still use the old ones, but, you know, once they're gone, they're gone. You know what I mean? 
like they kind of do here in the United States, like, oh, well, that stamp is, we've changed it, now it's this one, right? You can still use the other one, but eventually it just phases out. I, I'm guessing that's how it would be, but, and then I found out, uh, like, Jamaica, they, because she was the head of state uh, over Jamaica, they can elect to become a republic. And so I'm fascinated by that. So I don't know. It was just all of these changes that we don't have to face as Americans when the presidency changes, right? Like, can you imagine going through this? <coughs> I don't know. So it seems like um, a very in-depth process, but also um, even though really most folks in England now haven't gone through this before, um, they have processes in place. So they're like, Meh, we'll just enact that and here we go. Like they, they're, it's not something that they're like, oh, what do we do now? Right? Uh, it's, this happens. So I just thought it was fascinating. I didn't know that. So it's been interesting to kind of read up on that uh, going on. So anyway, um, tra- you know, sad news, sad news. She did finally pass um, and... King Charles has, well, I think, I mean, obviously he's taking the throne, um, but I don't think that he gets, uh, I don't think they're going to go through the formal process for uh, several days now. I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe they do it right away. I don't know, but I don't think that they do. Anyway, it's been interesting to kind of catch up on. And Camilla is queen consort. So I, I, um, I didn't realize that, um, I, I guess I didn't understand what that meant. So I read up on that a little bit too. And there's a difference between queen, I think it's regent, queen regnant. I don't know if I'm saying that right. And queen consort. So if you marry into the family, such as uh, Camilla, right? She mar- or or Meghan Markle or Kate Middleton is actually the better. Meghan Markle will never be queen. Thank God, what a train wreck. But anyway, so M- Kate Middleton, when Prince William becomes king, Kate Middleton will become queen consort. She married into the royal family. Um, now, this idea like she was Cinderella. No, she wasn't. She was, you know, she comes from good bloodlines too. Um, Anyway, she would become queen consort. Queen regent, I believe, is... She takes the throne, for instance, I think if the king is too young. So maybe... um, So maybe it would be like, God forbid, but maybe it would be like Kate Middleton and something happened to, to, you know... So... Prince William becomes king. Oops, he's gone. He dies. And little George is too is too young. So I think she becomes queen regent. I could be wrong. If you're my U- if you're in the UK and you're my, one of my listeners like seriously <laughs> straighten me out here because I I think that's how that works, right? <laughs> so like little prince George, if you know, he's too young to be king. He's only 9. So you know, imagine, you know, several years from now, he's still a minor and God forbid, but something happens and, and, oh, he's king, right? Um, his mother, I think, steps in and is queen regent until he's old enough to become king. But queen 
Regent Regnant. I, I don't even know if I'm saying that right. It's R E G N A N T. So forgive me. I'm a total rube. Um, that's a woman who, like Queen Elizabeth who um, can assume the throne because she is a legitimate heir. She is um, next in line. Now, of course, we remember that uh, women did not used to get to be in charge. They were not, it, you know, it had to be a king. But somewhere along the lines that changed and queens could become rulers of the country and, and so on and so forth. And I don't know when that happened, but whatever. Um, so anyway, I found it pretty interesting. I did not know that there were three different titles, but Camilla will become queen consort. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm so sorry. She will become, or she is queen consort, uh, meaning that she supports the king, but she doesn't have any sovereign duties per se. Like she supports him and she like goes to charities and whatever. Um, and is all, you know, she's a public figure, but she will never assume the throne. So if Charles, uh, were to pass away, she does not assume the throne. It, it, it then immediately passes to Prince William. So I think I've got that all right. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Whatever. 1776. Okay. So <laughs> anyway, um, I don't have a drink for you guys. I've actually got an event I have to go to tonight, so I can't give you a drink update, but, um, I will hopefully drink this weekend and then I'll have an update for you next week. I don't know. But I have some news. Um, I want to touch on some news for ladies. Okay, I've got two different things, but um, hopefully I can make this make sense. Okay, first and foremost, AOC. Will you shut your mouth? This woman never stops, never stops. So they laud her for being like um, some kind of cultural icon. Look at her. She's, you know, isn't she... A brilliant face for our time. You mean the same person who swore up and down that she thought her life was being threatened during January 6th, even though she was nowhere near the event? Uh, you mean the same person who did a photo shoot down on the border and is featured there staring mournfully at a fence and then in a crying position, even though it came out that she's crying at an empty parking lot? You mean that person? This person who... who says like every third word what an idiot like she's she's absolutely an idiot but they sit there and they say you know oh uh you are you are really um admirable and you're you're uh an inspiration to um young girls especially little brown girls why do we have to throw color in that's my question little brown girls everywhere how come it can't just be little girls everywhere, right? Just the fact that you made it and you're stupid is all hell. Yes, that is an inspiration for a lot of people, okay? We've got a lot of dummies running around there, all right? We, we really do, but not everybody. So, but just as an inspiration to little girls, why do we have to throw color in? I'll never understand that. And then she comes out and she says, you know, about being president. Women, especially brown women, can't be president. Really? Really? I'm pretty sure, mark, mark it, mark my words, I'm pretty sure they're going to run uh, Michelle, I am actually Michael Obama, so maybe she's right, because she's not, I don't believe Michelle Obama is a woman, there I said what I said, anyway, um, conspiracy theory, what, I think they're going to run her for 2024, but I, you know, whatever, but she, AOC is saying that women 
especially brown women, cannot be president in the United States of America because America hates women. Wow. You know what? Here's a thought. Take a look at the at American women right now. Take a look at the difference between how American women are treated in a domestic situation and American men. Forget color, okay? If a man, if the cops are called for a domestic situation, they probably are on some level assuming it's male versus female, right? Because most of the time it is, really. A lot, one in three women, I think, uh, are victims of violence because of a spouse or a um, significant other. Um, it might not be exactly one in three, but some kind of abuse. Like it, it is, it is astronomically swayed in the direction of women are more likely to be murdered by their significant other or their. Per, the person that they're with, their spouse, significant other, dating, whoever, right? Their male partner, okay? Not one in three per se, but like women are on average astronomically more likely to be victims of a homicide by someone that they know, such as a, a spouse or a significant other, than the other way around. Men are less likely by a huge margin, okay? Now, I'm not vilifying men, all right? That's not what I'm doing here. So AOC says that because America hates women. So when a cop is called to a domestic situation, probably on average, they're like, you know, could be a woman, but probably it's the guy, right? Um, and yet, how many videos do we see where women are slapping or punching or kicking or fighting a man who literally isn't fighting back. He's not fighting back. And I'm not saying that he should, and I'm not saying she's right, and I'm not saying any of that. What I'm saying is I cannot tell you the number of videos that are across the internet on Instagram and whatever of women who are being the abuser, who are attacking I'm not talking about a mama bear situation where somebody, you know, was doing something nefarious and she beat the crap out of him and he deserved it. I'm just saying what you catch on the video sometimes is just this woman unleashing on a man and the man not doing anything in response, right? And it happens. And and the public views it very very differently. That's my point here, okay? So the public, if a man hauls off and cold cocks a woman, boom, and she goes down, the public is absolutely outraged. And rightly so. Absolutely outraged. You know, men are calling for his head. Women are calling for his head, okay? A woman is on the street, you know, just wherever, and she starts hitting on a man, just punching, swinging, whatever, and the response socially is not the same. It isn't. I don't care what you say. It isn't. It is not the same. Now, I'm not saying that she's right, okay? Violence is, is not right, except in very limited circumstances here, okay? So I'm not saying that she's right, but socially we view this very differently, You go to a foreign country like eh, Iran, Saudi Arabia, 
Iraq, that situation, you're not going to, it plays out very differently, right? Like, America is a bastion for human rights. Now, we don't always get things right, okay? We don't, we make mistakes. We're not infallible. But, you know, you don't see this happening. You don't see, you know, this going on in some of these other countries. You don't. Why is that? Because in many of these other countries, not all, but in many of these other countries, women have extremely limited rights, have extremely limited, uh, you know, ability to do basically anything. You might not even be allowed to walk out of your house without an escort, right? That's a country that doesn't really value its women. America's not that country. AOC, no one wants to see you president, not because you're a woman. In this case, I'm going to parrot uh, Stephen Crowder. No one wants to see you president, not because you're a woman, but because you're an idiot, because you are a fantastic liar. You are an absolutely untrustworthy piece of garbage that I cannot believe for a minute why New York City wants you. Or I don't understand. I do not understand why the state of New York was like, this is our best candidate. What? She is abysmal. No one wants to see her president because you're an idiot. You have no wins to your name. Nothing, no bill you have put forward, nothing you have done has passed. It, it can't go anywhere because it's so fantastically terrible. No one wants to touch it. You are not a successful person, okay? You are in Congress, kind of like a puppet. I'm pretty sure there was like an audition and they were like, oh, she's okay. She's kind of cute. Well, we saw her video of her dancing. So like, yeah, why not, right? Um, let's put her up because you really don't have any other qualifications. Um, you are a complete hypocrite. The whole, you know, oh, I went to that Met Gala and it's like $12,000 a seat and I'm wearing an eat the rich dress. Really? Really? Who are you kidding? It's not like you went to a soup kitchen wearing an eat the rich dress. How much did that dress cost? Can we just talk about that? You are a fantastic liar. You are a fraud. You have no brains in that bug-eyed skull of yours. No one wants you president because you are unqualified. It's exactly the same reason why no one wanted Kamala Harris as vice president. She's wholly unqualified and totally unlikable. It's exactly the same reason why nobody wanted Hillary Clinton as president any of the times she has run. Because she is an absolutely abysmal woman. She's an abysmal person. I don't care if Hillary Clinton decided to change her gender and now she identifies as a man. You're still a terrible person. Nobody wants you. The only thing you're successful at somehow is avoiding indictment. That's incredible. It's an incredible feat. But other than that, you are terrible and you've cost people a lot of lives. <coughs> Excuse me. It has nothing to do with being female. I'm not with her. Why? Because she's terrible, not because she's female. Not because she's female. There are plenty of solid women out there. Uh, who is that? Katanji Brown or whatever. Uh, for for a Supreme Court pick. The only reason she was picked is because she was a black woman. Literally, that was her only qualifications. We need a black woman. 
Oh, fantastic. Great. And then you get in there and she's like, well, can you answer these simple questions? Like, what is a woman? No, I'm not a biologist. Well, how the hell are you going to interpret the law? How are you going to interpret the law? And, well, I'm a lawyer. Yeah, but in these different situations, you're not a criminal, are you? Hmm. How do you know what it was like for that person? How do you know? Unbelievable. Unbelievable, right? Like, where do we draw the line here? There's nothing to do with being female. America is the best place to be a woman. No one is going after us about the way we dress, right? Ladies, some of you need to put on some more clothing. A little modesty wouldn't kill you. And then you wonder why men don't want to marry you. Well, you're giving it away. That's not the only reason. Yeah, marriage has gone way down. Men don't want to marry. You know that? Men don't want to marry you, ladies. Mm, why is that? Because feminists, because feminism, the men are like, why am I going to do this to myself? This is a poor choice. She's not worth it. She could be totally crazy because that's what feminists wanted, right? Right? Oh, yeah. You want all this equality, equality, equality until things like the draft come up and then it's all of a sudden it's crickets. Oh, look at me. I'm baking bread and look at that. <laughs> I got to stay in the kitchen. Isn't that weird? I digress. America is the best place to be a woman. I'm not saying it's the only great place to be a woman, but it is the best place to be a woman. You have all kinds of freedoms and liberties. You, you, you don't believe me? Take your baby daddy to court and fight a custody battle. Most of the time, uh, the court system swings your way. Even if you are batshit crazy. I cannot tell you the number of times I have heard from good men, good men who have fought and fought and fought and fought the custody battle and lost simply because the court swayed for the woman's side and she is the worst. No matter how much evidence they have of her being terrible, it still swings her direction. So don't sit there and tell me AOC that America hates women. It doesn't. It really doesn't. You know who hates women? Democrats. Democrats hate women. Here I go. Oh, yeah. Ding, ding, ding. Check me in. I'm jumping into the ring. Democrats hate women, and I'm going to tell you why. First of all, the attack on your Second Amendment. They don't want women to be armed. <gasps> what do you mean? What does this got to do with the Second Amendment? Guns are bad. We have gun-free zones. Nobody should have a gun. Really? No one should have a gun? I can tell you right now that uh, women would be a lot safer if more of them carried a weapon. More responsible women carried a weapon. Why is that? Because if I'm walking to my car one night in uh, the city of Chicago and I'm going to get, you know, some burly 275-pound freaking man jump out at me and he wants to pummel me pretty much to death, uh, the great equalizer is sitting on my hip. I don't have to be afraid. Why? Because I can defend myself. I don't have to wait 15, 20, 30 minutes for a cop to show up. And we saw what happened in Uvalde. What if 40 of them show up and nobody does anything? Great job, guys. Pat yourselves on the back. Real heroes, aren't you? Hope you were vaccinated. Those are the real heroes, right? Ladies, Democrats hate women. Democrats hate women. Democrats are the ones who tell everybody who are pushing this, this 
critical race theory in schools. What does that got to do with anything? I'll tell you what it's got to do with anything. Critical race theory wants to convince white people that you are inherently evil simply because of the whiteness of your skin. You are inherently racist. Meanwhile, telling little brown children, girls included, that they'll never be good enough. Why? Because you're brown. What's that got to do with anything? I mean, you know, we've got plenty of people who are of color and and are, are doing brilliant things. Look at Dr. Ben Carson. Are you kidding me? Brilliant. Brilliant. He happens to be black. That's just one example. I'm not going to go through a litany, okay? But why does it hate women? Well, because we know on average that women of color are more disadvantaged than often men of color. Why is that? Who knows? Single motherhood? Who knows? Lots of reasons, right? Not always the case. Democrats push these liberal ideologies, not Republicans, not conservatives, Democrats. Democrats hate women. They want you to believe that liberalism is a good idea and, and we, should, we should all, you know, be super woke. And then all of a sudden you're sitting there in Minnesota as a teacher and you're like, I've got tenure. And you're like, well, guess what? Not this year. Yeah, this year, um, if we have to fire anybody, white ladies, you're going first. But I voted Democrat. Yeah, you did, didn't you? How'd that pay off? Hmm. You like apples? How do you like them apples? Isn't that weird? That's weird. Uh, the teachers union overwhelmingly supports the Democrat party. In fact, the teachers union funds pretty much 99% of, of it goes to the Democrat party. And yet somehow the Democrats are the same ones who are pushing the um, annihilation of women so to speak, right? Like they're the ones who are like, oh, absolutely. These liberal Democrats are the ones pushing this idea that um, men can identify as women. And then you've got a man of the year or a woman of the year. That's a man, you know? And you got this man who calls himself Rachel Levine wanting to talk to you about, oh, we should talk about sex to children and and we should support their, their transgender ideology. And all of a sudden it's not enough. Like you can't just be a woman. You got to be a victim. You got to be a victim. Republicans, we don't identify as victims. We don't identify with that. You know, conservatives, we don't identify with that. That's that's ridiculous. I'm a female and I'm not a victim. Well, you're a white woman. You've got privilege. Really? I can't use my privilege at Starbucks. I can't use my privilege at the mall. I don't get any discount for this. There's no white woman day. Do I get to use like a special card that day? Do I get like a Visa black card or something? Hmm. Do they, do I get charged less in an Uber? I don't understand. You're a white woman. You wouldn't understand. No, I'm just a woman. Why does it have to be of color? Why does it have to have color? Why does it have to have any color? The only time color or race comes into the equation is when we start talking about criminals, when we have to talk about, well, what do the criminal look like? I don't want to say it. They were a dark white. What? (laughs) What is that? Like a tan? Like, what is that? Are what? Are they caucasian? What is he? Italian? I don't understand. What is dark white? Oh, you mean, I mean, how do cops find the perp if you can't Use that as an identifier, right? Sometimes you have to discriminate a little bit just so you can get your guy or your gal. It's crazy to me. So 
do we need more proof that Democrats hate women? You've got an active war against us. Isn't that weird? Taking us out of our own sports. That's crazy. Like Leah Thompson. Oh, she's going to be woman of the year. Beat everybody. That's weird. Because Leah Thompson, when he was a dude, um, can't help but notice he's still a dude. <gasps> wow. You didn't go all the way. I thought you were trans, but it's weird because you didn't go all the way. It's almost like you couldn't win in your swim events against the guys. You sucked. So then you were like, you know who I can beat? Ladies. Figuratively. In the pool. I can beat them. Because I'm faster. I am built like a big old triangle. <clears throat> that body fat, ladies, might help you float, but it's not going to get you faster. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy to me. Oh, isn't he brave? No. He's not brave. The woman who stands up to her attacker and reports him to the police so that the police can positively identify and arrest this person and take him off the street, and then she has to go to court. She has to relive the whole situation, and she has to point the finger and say, this was the man who did this. That woman is brave. A dude pretending to be a chick so he can swim and crush the record so that other women can't even get the scholarships they deserve, can't even get the awards that they deserve, even though they've trained their entire lives for this moment. That's not brave. That's bullshit. But the Democrats push this. Make no mistake. If you vote Democrat, that's what you're voting for. Oh, I can't wait to write myself right out of history. Ah, Sounds good. I'm going to prove it to you in one tragic story here. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard... But uh, tragically, horrifically, a mother was beheaded in Silicon Valley um, as her children watched. In broad daylight, a mother, a young mother, had her head cut off in front of her children on the street of Silicon Valley. I don't know about you, but the last time I checked, Silicon Valley was pretty Democrat. It was pretty blue, right? And I thought California was essentially a gun-free zone. Isn't that weird? It doesn't happen in, like, Montana. Okay? It doesn't happen. It shouldn't happen anywhere. A young mother. Here's the, here we go. Here we go. I hate to bring you down like this on a Friday, but listen up. A young mother was beheaded in the middle of a San Carlos, California street in the early afternoon on Thursday as her children watched. Her children, two girls, were aged one and seven years old. Let me tell you what, that seven-year-old will never forget this. Will never, ever unsee it. Never unsee it. She was beheaded. Were people... People called the cops, and of course the cops can't get there in time. Of course not. This is a Democrat-controlled area. Silicon Valley is not a bastion for conservatives. You know, it isn't. They don't, the, California has many, many Republicans. Many. Many, many. But the areas that have all the people are overwhelmingly Democrat. Kind of like Illinois. We are overwhelmingly Republican, except for Cook County, which has all the people in it, and of course they vote Democrat, and then they wonder why it's a bloody war zone. And I am not using hyperbole. It is a literal bloody war zone. So this woman um, was gunned down by a man named Jose Land... I cannot say this name here. Landieta Solano, who was arrested after returning to the location. This woman and Solano were in a relationship. Do you see how it ties in? 
to the domestic violence, women are more likely to be a victim of domestic violence than the male counterpart. This woman and Solano were in a relationship and there was a history of complaints, a history of domestic violent incidents at the household. The mother, the deceased mother, had been granted a temporary restraining order. He walked right through it like so many men do. And I can promise you, had this not been a gun-free zone and she had been allowed to carry a freaking firearm, this would have ended very differently very differently. She would have been able to protect herself and her children, and the little kids wouldn't have to be in protective custody now with child services where little girls are far more likely to be a victim of molestation than had they lived with their two-parent household, right? Let's just, let's just blow it all out on the table, shall we? These two little girls are now facing a whole new set of challenges, never mind the, uh, trauma that they have both been through. And there's also, of course, the possibility that the seven-year-old and her, and her sister are not even going to be kept together. They don't have to keep them together, although they would like to. These aren't puppies. These are children. These are little kids who want their mom, who had their mom taken for them in a horrible, horrible way in a city run by Democrats in a gun-free area. This woman could not protect herself. The, the restraining order that she, she got, she did all of the right steps. She got the restraining order and it did nothing. That piece of paper did nothing. So tell me again, please, AOC, how America hates women. Democrats hate women. Democrats hate women. What are we all supposed to take, jujitsu? And then What? You piece of crap. Up there on your platform, talking to... Look, you've had, what, five, six different cover photos for various magazines? You've got an awful lot of free time on your hand, hands for, for someone who can't seem to get a bill passed. You are total garbage and an utter waste of time. Do not tell me how America hates women. No, Democrats hate women. Democrats make this crap possible. Democrats make it possible for someone to get beheaded in broad daylight in front of their children on a city street where no one can do anything because no one has a firearm. But they can certainly film it. Hopefully that didn't occur. Hopefully that didn't occur. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? This should never have to happen in our country. So ladies... This is a call to action, especially as we approach November. You may have never voted in an election before. Suburban moms, especially white women, get off your ass and stop voting for this garbage. You help put women in danger when you continuously vote Democrat. I understand your heart is in the right place. You don't want anybody to be a victim of violence. There are wolves out there. Simply wishing that there weren't doesn't change anything. You go to the ballot box and you continuously vote for these destructive policies, these anti-female policies, these anti-Second Amendment, these anti-woman policies, because it is anti-woman. By not allowing somebody to carry their firearm, to be armed, 
because you want to feel safer. It's as anti-woman as you can get. Black women, Hispanic women, Asian women, white women. That is the ultimate leveling of the playing field. Ultimate leveling. And the more difficult you make it, ladies, when you go to the ballot box and you vote for this garbage, because really, ladies, a lot of this crap falls on our shoulders, not the men, not the men. It falls on our shoulders. You want to you wanna raise your sons to be betas so that they don't believe in, in, in being an alpha male? You want to you wanna take your little son who, who wants to be a cop, who wants to defend, who wants to do these things, and you want to, no, 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 we have to drink soy, we have to be kind, we have to do all this crap, you know, and then you go to the ballot box and you vote for these anti-Second Amendment, gun-free zones, oh yeah, we should be inclusive and trans everything and blah, blah, blah. You are voting yourself right out of history. You are voting yourself right out of society. You are voting yourself into victimhood. And the harder you make it for women to possess a firearm, all these hoops that you have to jump through just to own one, you are absolutely making it worse for low-income women who need this protection the most. And I'm not talking about crazy women and men who should never own a firearm, right? There will always be those people out there and they will get them regardless. I am talking about the average everyday citizen, the everyday single mom who is trying to make her living, trying to protect her home and her children and not have her head chopped off in broad daylight on a California street because she can't own a firearm. And by God, that restraining order would mean something a whole lot different if she had a 357 on her hip, wouldn't it? Whoo! I think he said it said somewhere that he had a samurai sword and a laundry list of uh, offenses in his past. Oh, he was a violent offender with a history of mental illness. And yet, where was his, how did he get a samurai sword? Oh, well, that's crazy. That's crazy. Did they do a background check for that? Or did he just go to like your, your local Ren Fair and pick one up? I don't know where you get a samurai sword. I'm just saying. I'm telling you, if she would have been able to protect herself, this story probably would not have the same outcome and it probably wouldn't even be a headline because they don't post that. They don't tell you the sheer number of times that a firearm saves lives in this country. Ladies, pull your head out of your butt this November. Do the right thing. You don't want your children to be victimized. You don't want your little son. Remember, it's not just your daughters. It's your sons too. You got a son who goes to school too. And you don't want that teacher telling him that he's inherently racist and a piece of garbage simply because he's white and or, you know what, he's never going to amount to anything because he's black? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? The color of your skin has absolutely nothing to do with your potential. Nothing. Stop believing that crap. Pull your head out of your butt, ladies. When you go to the polls this November, think about what you're doing. You got to think about it. You got to vote with your head. Are you serious? You continuously vote for this. And I keep bringing up the ladies because it is suburban women. It is suburban women who perpetuate this. Look at, look at Virginia. Did you see how it flipped? Do you see how you've got the first black, uh, uh, she's not the governor. She's like, eh, what is it? Assistant governor? You know what I'm talking about? Like a VP of governors? 
I can't remember the name now. She's a Marine. She was an immigrant. She is badass. And the governor, I mean, the state went red. Good for you. And you know who did it? It was the ladies. It was the women. It was women who decided, oh my gosh, I do not like what they are teaching my children in school. I don't like it. And I'm going to vote this way because I don't like it. Hey, ladies, you got to keep doing that. Got to keep doing that. The Democrat Party hates you because it hates all Americans. It hates all Americans. If you don't believe me, just take a look around. In fact, take a look at Joe Biden's latest speech with the red background and the Marines uh, posed as if they are what, you know, the SS now? What are we what are we what are we looking at here? My beloved Marine Corps? You're gonna use them as pawns? Interesting. And again, I have to say, Joe Biden is not the first president to have military in the background. That's not the problem. He is the first president to have military in the background and give a speech like that where he demonizes 50% of the population. That's unbelievable. Ladies, get off your ass. Stop voting Democrat. They are destroying this country. They are destroying your children. Look at what's going on in the schools. Look what's taking over. If you have teachers in your classrooms who are talking about their sexual orientation with your children, they are groomers. It doesn't matter whether or not they want to have sex with children. If you are indoctrinating children into sexual orientations, if you are talking to them outside of a biology class about sex, about your sexual preferences, and and you're showing them these crazy, specific pornography books, pornographic books, if you are doing this as a teacher, you are a groomer. Ladies, if you don't like that, if you don't like what your children are seeing and hearing and coming home with and all of a sudden they're confused and what's going on here, stop voting Democrat. Stop it. And if you've got Republicans who are wishy-washy about it, vote them out too. Vote them out too. Our future depends on it. What, what, you think it's bad when you've got a 19-year-old in Missouri walking in, I think he was 19, walks in and shoots up random strangers. He, he live-streamed it. Shoots up random people just because, just because he doesn't care. Or Parkland. Remember the Parkland shooter? He was 18, 19 years old, just crazy. What are you going to, th- what's going to happen when these little kids grow up and they're so confused and they're so mad and they're pissed off because their parents didn't stand up? They didn't protect them. Mom, mama bears, what are you going to do? You were talking about a generation of mental illness coming at us in the future. Stop voting for this crap, ladies. Stop voting for this crap. You got to woman up. Open your eyes and put the big girl boots on. And if you don't have any solid candidates, maybe you should be the candidate. My God, you can't do worse than AOC. Come on. They elected her. She's an idiot. All right. I know we went over. Thank you guys for listening. As always, God bless. Stay deplorable patriots. And I hope you have a wonderful weekend. I know this was kind of heavy, but given the situation going on out there, uh, we needed to talk to the ladies. We got to smack some heads around because November is coming and a red wave has to happen. It has to happen. We've got to fight back. And you know what? I don't want to see things like 
Herschel Walker is just on a thin margin winning. Look, they are going to steal. They're going to do everything they can to take these this midterm from us. You got to get to the polls. You got to bring friends. You got to get there. You got to get there because it matters. It absolutely matters. It absolutely matters. Please get out there. Get the word out there. Spread this podcast around. Make your own podcast. Put some flyers together. Whatever. But we got to get there. We got to fight back. Otherwise, unfortunately, who knows what will happen. Maybe, maybe our country won't be saved. I don't know. I believe that it can. So we got to start. We got to do something. We got to fight back now. All right. Have a wonderful weekend. And we will talk to you again on Monday.